Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We are in 1 Samuel chapter 8, and it was verses 19 through 20 that resonated with me this morning. It says, but the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said. We want a king over us. Then we'll be like all the other nations, with a king to lead us and to go out before us and fight our battles. Today's podcast is entitled, The Human Problem. As a youth, I was always involved in student government. I served regularly from junior high all the way through high school and into my college years. And there was a period of time in those years that I actually dreamed of running for elected office as an adult. A few years ago, I ran into one of my high school classmates at a coffee shop. As we enjoyed a casual conversation and caught up on each other's lives, she asked me if I still thought about running for office. I told her that the desire left me a long time ago. She graciously teased me about reconsidering, and it was very kind of her. Along my journey, I've come to the conclusion that the problem with any human government is the fact that humans are involved. It has been famously observed in history that power corrupts, and I find that to be true. Even with all the checks and balances the founders of the United States placed in the Constitution to diminish the possibility, an objective glance at Washington, D.C. reveals all kinds of waste, fraud, and abuse that result from corruption at all levels. In today's chapter, the Hebrew people come to Samuel, who was leading the tribes as a judge, and demanded that he appoint a king and establish a monarchy. Now, this didn't come out of nowhere. It's been brewing for some time. We saw hints of it in the book of Judges. What I found fascinating in today's chapter was the fact that what brought the issue of national governance to a head was the fact that Samuel's own sons whom Samuel had appointed as successors, were corrupt, just as the sons of the high priest Eli had been corrupt in the time of Samuel's childhood and youth. Now, I don't think this is a coincidence. It's a pattern and a very human one, just as it is tempting to believe that another form of human government will be better than the one under which you're living. But I cannot escape the human problem on this earth. I can discuss the relative merits and downsides of every form of human government that's ever been tried in the history of civilization, but there are always downsides to every system of government because human beings are involved. And no matter how much I want to believe that humans can be good and altruistic, history has proven that at some point the ones in power take advantage of their power in the system to personally benefit. This is what God tells Samuel to remind his fellow Hebrews. Having a king will, yeah, it'll bring certain benefits, but the monarchy is also going to have negative consequences that the people and their descendants will experience acutely. And this is correct. The rest of the book of 1 Samuel and the next five books in the great story, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, are all a testament to the truth of Samuel's words. As I ponder these things, I am reminded of the Apostle Paul, 
who was himself a citizen of the Roman Empire, and he took full advantage of the exclusive rights and benefits that came with that citizenship in his day. But he also reminded Jesus' followers in Philippi that they were citizens of God's heavenly kingdom as well. And in that same vein, I've always consciously considered myself as a follower of Jesus as having dual citizenships with the rights and responsibilities that come with both U.S. citizenship and citizenship in God's eternal kingdom. Of course, one of those citizenships will end at some point, while the other will not. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll be back here tomorrow.